1: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Beth. My name is Peter. And
3: my name is Ashton. Good morning. Good morning. Good
1: morning. It's not as uh, devastatingly stiflingly warm. No. No,
3: it's a moment. little bit I miserable I put my this
0: dressing
1: week. gown on last night. Whoa. Whoa. Got back sort of late
0: into the evening. <laughs> Amy was in bed and it was actually a little bit chilly. I wanted to sit downstairs for a bit. And uh, I was like, Well obviously I'm not gonna put the heating on. That would be ridiculous. Mm. Um, Stupid. So I had to just put a layer on, a fluffy layer.
1: Wow. Mm. That's crazy. And I was
0: fine. It was just what I it was exactly right at that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You you managed to reach Nirvana. Yes. Yeah. Temperature Nirvana. I did. <laughs> Ashton, have you been coping? Because you've been I've going to been the beach beach let's get away basically every yeah. weekend. Mm. Well,
3: I've not obviously I went to we went to the beach on Saturday. We did. We had a lovely time. It was yeah. very warm. Peter wetted his shorts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> I just went straight you into just, the sea. Did you realize after the fact
0: that, that you were? <laughs> you just wet, followed or, Amy or just, in. Oh no, just, I went up to like how far, I went up to, to, my, up to my waistband, yeah. I've re- I realized regular, that was regular it was wet. In regular
3: shorts, yeah. We, he so, went like halfway The way weird. Ashton
1: described it made it sound as though you'd gone into the scene and on, not noticed. Oh, well, my shorts are wet now, so I might as well just go all the way in.
3: Well, that was kind of what he said.
1: I said I might as well go all the way in because
0: my shorts are wet now, but I knew in the first place that they were right. wet. They were going yeah. to get wet. I, I you know, turned you've been there... in the sea before. You know how wet yes. it is. <laughs> I turned up there ill-equipped. I don't know why I didn't bring any trunks with me, my my swimming shorts, not my people shorts. Mm. Um, and uh, I guess I just thought I'll go up to my ankles and then come out. Yeah. And then we all wandered down to the sea, and Amy had done the same thing. She'd not brought, like, a bikini or anything. And I was walking behind her, and she just carried on walking and followed ashton and kieran into the <laughs> Who sea were
3: wearing its f- swim appropriate outfit? and i was like
0: oh we, is this what we're doing we're we just in our clothes and i was like okay so i just walked in with my right yeah did you guys shorts drive on. over yeah uh, we did but i okay. mean we, this was when we first got there and it was okay. that warm that i dried off by i mean it took probably nice. about an hour but it was yeah it was all
1: right mm. sounds lovely did you get an ice cream
3: Got, no, fish got fish and oh, chips. We've got fish and chips. Well, yeah. just chips. I'm so actually.
1: hungry, hungry right now. I need to stop yeah. talking. I'm going to get fish and chips this weekend. I'm yeah. quite excited yeah. about it. Nice. But the point is that it has been inescapably warm recently, and this week it's been wet. It's been wet, which is not great. But today <laughs> it's sort of just like, like
3: shorts wet. Yeah,
1: but today wet. it's sunny, but not like we're not dying, and that's mm. quite nice actually. Um, so I'm I'm in my element. I've it's reached
0: been pretty temperature thick, nirvana.
3: Humid this week because it's been so rainy, and it's yeah. been like muggy in the office
0: trick is whether it's really hot and sunny and you're going to burn or it's mm. really rainy and you're going to get wet just wear a hat wear an appropriate just wear
1: a hat.
3: just wear speaking a hat speaking of hats can i present to you something that i bought yesterday that cost I me s- way, s- way, s- way s- too much money
1: have you brought this in yeah have what's you
3: seen this it? no oh good because i blocked you on twitter so you didn't see it you blocked me on <laughs> yeah. twitter what the hell <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why did you block me on Twitter to hide? Because I wanted, I wanted to have it? a
3: surprise.
1: <laughs> but it's not for me. No,
3: it's for me. So but you I just thought, wanted you wanted I my genuine you'd like reaction. It. Yeah.
1: it is excellent. Hmm. Have you tried on the little hat yet? Yeah.
3: I have. Yeah, I wore it last night. So
1: this is an Indiana Jones um, cup. What of
3: destiny? Dial of destiny. Dial Death of, Death 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 of destiny,
1: destiny cup. cup. Yeah. When did you get it? Sorry, last
3: night it? from the cinema. From
1: the cinema. Yeah. What were you seeing last night? Was Indiana Jones. Was it any good?
3: It's all right. Yeah, I all all thought it right.
1: was all right. But the cup is better than the <laughs> yeah. movie. So the cup has really... a big hat on it.
3: I didn't really want to go to this cinema to see this movie. Okay. I wasn't really interested. And yeah. then we got there and I was ordering a drink and mm. I was going to get myself a wine. And then I oh. saw this and I was like, oh my God, I need that. So it's a, it's a hat. Despite the price. It's a, a cup. <laughs> how much was it, Ashton? <laughs> it's £10.
0: £10. <laughs> to be 10 fair, pounds. she Worth said that it. she bought it without even looking how much it was. I just, she thought, I, I don't I was like, care. I need that. How expensive yeah, it is. Yeah, it's got like <laughs> Sir, an obnoxious we'll big
3: hat on it. That's obviously the Indiana Jones hat, if you're yeah. listening. um And then Peter asked me, What are you drinking in it? And I said, Record the league. <laughs> we all like...
0: expected it to be Coke <laughs> or yeah. something. um And she was just like, Record the league? I was like, Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. Sure, of course it's you good, are. It's
3: good, isn't it? Wow. I was a bit disappointed, though, because I didn't realize until it was too late that they were also selling a popcorn hat. So you can a have your hat, a hat bigger in, one, in a like big full size so sim- similar
1: situation but
3: Yeah that would have been oh an extra man. 10 pounds so maybe I'll go back in It'd be like that. a
1: nacho hat but with popcorn. Yeah. Pretty
3: much, yeah. Damn. Um so yeah this is my new cup and I thought it's perfect for the podcast. Yes. Uh it's it a bit is. awkward to drink out of though cuz the imagine. rim, the yeah, rim is quite kind of... wide. So you have to kind of like hunch over to drink out it of it. It looks kind but... of awkward.
1: Mm. Does it can it be dishwash dishwashed?
3: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other cups normally can. Yeah. Yeah. The hat can. I'm a bit... Oh, there is a face on the other side. I was a bit disappointed that it's not like a Harrison Ford face. face. So it does kind of look like that that face is wearing the hat. Oh, yeah. But I was a bit like... There. There's a face there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
1: got like... Yeah, the camera. Sort
0: of that's going to show up at all <laughs> uh, a little can bit you see those you are the, see the sunglasses yeah, those yeah. Sunglasses.
3: but it would have been good if there was just like a picture of harrison ford's yeah. head and then just mm. like or if the whole
0: cup it. was just his head like a <laughs> yeah, 3d yeah, yeah. Mm. that would be yeah good. Mm. that'd be
1: worth that'd be worth it yeah.
0: every so penny. yeah
3: i can unblock you on twitter now
1: good i mean i'm i'm just, not even a little bit hurt that you blocked me and that's okay i
3: only blocked you for like eight hours and it, I knew you weren't going to go on Twitter last night, no, that's but I, true, th- I thought you might go on before the podcast this morning. So I was like, I don't want him to see it. I want him to get his live in-person reactions. So he's
0: going to have to re-follow you, is he? Is that how it works? Yeah. I don't, know, also, I don't think I will, no, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's fair. As
1: excited as I am to see the hat, which does make, just fill me with a lot of joy. Yeah, it's um, good, isn't it? It is excellent.
3: It's worth every pound that I spent on that. Every, every all, of ten, ten, of all ten, ten of, of the pounds. Plus 50p for the... The recorder leg as well, so it's 10, 50p 10, £10 the, it fifty p. Ten pound fifty. It was only fifty p. Well, I suppose it's because the hat's ten pounds, so they were like, "We won't make you pay five pounds yeah, for a Yeah, that's drink.
1: very generous. We'll throw in yeah. some recorder legs for fifty. Yeah. What a treat! Yeah. Uh, we this isn't a podcast, sorry, about hats or Indiana Jones and the du- Dial of Destiny. 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 Uh, this is, in fact, a video game podcast where we take sponsors. What each and every week that are video game adjacent, they allow us to keep the lights on in this room. Um, he's still in the toilet a dead island to the spider who who has not been in this room for a very long time now is in the toilet so
3: maybe we should catch him and bring him in here maybe he'll be happier he'd anything.
1: love it in here maybe he just wandered out and he can't get back
3: here yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Just,
1: maybe he's we should release a few flies in here for him to eat mm. for
0: his yeah, dindons, good idea
1: potentially yeah uh, I believe Peter you have the ad read I do in front of you there it's
0: right here um, hey did you know that coming out on Switch in July is a very exciting sequel to a much-beloved franchise Mm. where you control all these little tiny plant people, uh, you go wandering around, and you do what they've always done for the past three games, you pick up pellets and avoid big scary ghosts. That's right, coming soon. (laughs) Pac-Man 4. Mm
3: -hmm. I think you might have got confused, Peter.
0: It says right here, Pac-Man 4. Uh, Mm, I think maybe you might have...
3: You might have got the. Uh, yeah, way no, wrong.
0: yeah, I'm right. It says it right there. Pac Man Force coming soon. Does it really? Yeah. What does it say, Peter? What does it
3: say, really, Peter? It's
1: it sorry. doesn't look like it says
3: anything on so. yeah.
1: It says Pikmin. Pikmin.
3: Pikmin form. Oh, Pikmin for Yeah. Oh, that. man. It's okay. It's easy to get confused. Yeah. They've got is... most of the same letters
0: that's quite that's really embarrassing actually that is embarrassing because i work in i don't know if you guys know i
1: work in like video game yeah
0: no mm-hmm. i didn't no, know yeah coverage.
1: it's
3: quite embarrassing
0: i
1: think you should um i think you've got to go yeah i
3: think you can, maybe yeah, you actually, should you got to
0: leave can yeah. i can i just like do a public apology and yeah slowly. yeah Quickly, can you though? go ukulele
3: <laughs>
1: oh god
0: <laughs> whoa well, too soon there's a deep um, internet cut there yeah it is yeah uh don't worry, it's not real. That there. they not. have stopped <laughs> Pac-Man. There's no more Pac-Man. None of it's real. They're not. There's not Pac-Man coming out on Switch where plants chase ghosts or run away from ghosts. I mm. guess depending mm. on whether you've picked up the pack pellet, the pack puck. What's it called? The <laughs> big one? What? The big thing. What in are you Pac-Man. trying to say? I
3: don't know. You know the big, big circle that makes it so you can eat ghosts.
0: Oh right. Uh, yeah. I don't know that thing. That's got yeah. a name. It's not happening. Pac-Man exists. Pikmin Four exists. Yeah. But yeah. hey. That's it. That's our
1: sponsor. Good. excellent I'm sorry. Except that it's not. No. And and Peter's not sorry. No, he will do it again. <laughs> uh, we are, of course, sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where for as little as one dollar per month, you could submit questions to this podcast. We have loads of other tiers available as well. And uh, you should consider going there and supporting us if you aren't already. We'd really appreciate it. And you get access to loads of fantastic awards. Rewards. Rewards. Uh, someone who has supported us at at least the $1 tier is the question asker for question one that Peter's going to talk, to read now out loud. Talks now out loud. Good it's one. Bartek Kubica who says,
0: Holy bread rollies, BAP. Bethesda could have spilled milk that Starfield may not have a physical release in any edition of the game. This was in response to a question on Twitter and the answer was quickly deleted. Later that day, they cleared it up. Recently, to my disappointment, Remedy confirmed that Alan Wake 2 will not be on a physical disc either. Are we reaching a point where such things as game disc included will have to be announced immediately and even celebrated? Have a great day, Bartek.
3: Thank you, Bartek. 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 Thanks,
0: Bartek. Got a little quote here from Eurogamer. Um, Word that Starfield's physical editions would not include a disc first came via a tweet from Bethesda support over the weekend, which in answer to a customer query said, quote, all physical editions include a code for the chosen platform. There are no physical discs, end quote. After several days of confusion and conflicting statements, Bethesda has confirmed to Eurogamer that the, the details in its freshly resurfaced Starfield pre-order bonus page were recently updated to provide clarification on the inclusion of a disc in certain versions of the game's physical release. As such, its final word on the matter appears to be that Starfield's Physical Standard Edition for Xbox will contain a disc, but that the Physical Standard Edition for PC will not, instead including a digital download code for the game. Meanwhile, and this is the bit that really surprised me, all versions of the Physical Constellation Edition, that's the fancy special one, mm. will only include a digital download code. What? So there again.
3: So the, the most expensive edition yeah. with like the... The all clock the fancy thing stuff. and the, the controller. That's not gonna have a That's disc. what it
0: says in Eurogamer's article. It mm. says that uh there will be a, a a disc for standard edition on Xbox. There won't be a disc for standard edition on PC, but all versions of the physical constellation edition will only include a digital download code. Weird. Okay. So that's apparently their final word on the matter. Yeah. According to Eurogamer. They won't say anything else. No.
1: So, so just make peace with it, mm. everyone.
0: Deal with it. If spe- especially if you're, you know, sinking whatever it is, hun- £100, £200 or something on the Constellation yeah, Edition. Like I have no idea. Which one's that one again? What's the it's weird the one with that the comes box with it?
3: and like the, I don't know if it's like a watch, a watch. or a compass. Oh, yeah. And a little like, uh, so on badge. Thing, I remember.
1: I yeah, because we were talking about the Fallout 4 Special Edition we, mm. when we yeah. announced that where you got the little Pl- big plastic bracelet that you could yeah. slide your smartphone. Yes, in. yeah. <laughs> to act as a pillow, it'll boy. be a p- somewhere
0: between 100 and 200 quid, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, too much. Looking. It'll be too much. Too much. But no, you do not get a physical disc. And Weird. quite frankly, how dare you for assuming as much? It might come with a like a steel book, steel case thing, but then you Fat would good that and is, there it would it just really be crazy. nothing. A lot inside of them it. do.
1: I'll, I'll get to one of my points right now. Then this, this is this has been done before, mm. and it's. Weird, yeah. and I don't understand why. Uh, it was the case with God of War's Jotnar edition, the mm-hmm. one where you had the you know, Thor's mallet, yeah. That yeah, it uses to hit 10 pegs in the ground with. Yep. And I believe that had a steel book, but no game. Uh, it, they also did it with a special edition for Horizon, a special edition for Mass Effect Legendary edition as well. All of these big, big, what am I trying to say? These big editions, yeah, for some reason, they're not including the physical disc, and that is really weird. I'm not not sure i understand the logic it's though. especially weird with, yeah. with the with the
0: big physical special editions it's mm. it's one thing if a publisher has made the decision to just release a code because they think it's cheaper than printing discs burning discs um there's a there's a different question to be you know there, there are reasons to still say well you shouldn't be doing that but if if they've decided that's why we're doing it it cuts the costs so we're going to do that then fine but when someone's already paying whatever $150 for a special edition maybe you could then go the extra mile and burn a disc for them that's you know call me crazy but that's what I think you should do
3: yeah Mm. it is weird like how much more cost wise would it be to just stick a disc in it as Mm. well like if you're already doing a production of things I was just thinking like all of those games have like disc versions that you can get in the shop so why wouldn't they just include that yeah. Instead of a digital copy. It's weird. I know that obviously there's always there's always like extra digital bonuses when it comes to those kind of additions. Yeah. But whether that affects it so much that it's just easier to give them a digital code rather than like, oh, once you put the disc in, r- redeem this digital code to get like all of your stuff. Yeah, just give all them the code stuff. for the special stuff. Yeah. You don't have to. It is weird.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's just... This is... I don't like this because um, it means that in... 10 years time if something disappears off a off a storefront or off a server um you won't necessarily be able to re-download the game um you know it's nice to be able to just stick a disc in into your console and install something from there i mean that being said a lot of games that come with discs nowadays anyway won't work entirely off the disc you'll get like a partial install and you will still have to install the rest from the cloud or whatever so that Already is is becoming an issue that isn't simply you can't simply remedy that by saying our game has a physical release because you, s- you still might not be able to play it in ten years time. But That
3: and like the day one patches that always yeah. come out that mm-hmm. you've got to, like as big as the game of things that they fixed since yeah that's been put on there. So it is it is a weird vibe I think right now of like oh good news everyone a digital copy of a game is also going to be there. It's kind of a weird. Weird thing, but I do also think that more people are gravitating towards digital copies in the sense that they can be shared between other people at the same time. I know that's why me and my partner, we get digital copies so we can both play it on our Playstations separately if we want to. Mm. Um, and also it's like just ease of like, well, it's already on the PlayStation. So if I, I don't know, take my PlayStation to my friend's house, it's already there. I've not got to bring the disc with me. Yeah. So there is like a lot of... Bonuses, and we are living in a newly digital world. But it is a shame whenever I see like a game's just coming out on a digital release only and no physical copies. Mm. Shame to just
0: not have the option, I guess. Yeah, is is the main thing for me because in the same way that you have a choice nowadays of physical disc tray versus digital only consoles, Mm. um, if if you've already made that choice to begin with when deciding on what hardware you want, why not then actually have the games available for both? Uh, You know, in in both forms, because at this point, or if it's going to continue the way things are, they might as well have only just released digital only hardware, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, going by their logic, I mean, not by
1: what I would like to see. It's the entire reason that limited run games exists is to give physical versions to games that were previously digital only mm-hmm. oftentimes indie games because people want that and i get that that's more niche because the games themselves are niche and they only print a certain amount to to fill that demand but certainly with the likes of alan wake and starfield you know you would <clears throat> they're they're much bigger games and you would expect that however to answer bartek's question about you know are we are we going to is it do we have to clarify now that hey this game is coming mm. out physically, just so you know. I don't know that we're there just yet. I think this is two isolated incidents that have just happened around the same time. And I think it would make sense. I think it would make sense for Starfield to be digital only, quite frankly, given that I don't think many people are going to be buying this game because it's gonna be on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and mm. that's where the vast majority of people are gonna play it. Um and as for Alan Wake, they have actually given a reason, which is that they said they wanted to keep The price below 70 dollars which is why they're not doing a physical version of the game and i think thq nordic have offered to print physical discs for them and there was some discourse back and forth but i don't think that's necessarily going to be happening i think it's a shame that that's not happening uh but as i said i think this is just two two isolated incidents happening Uh, happening close together. But you are right, you know, obviously we're moving towards digital and a lot more people are Mm -hmm. playing digital. Uh, But I think it should be probably just taken, unless explicitly stated otherwise, I think it should be taken as read that all reasonably sized games are getting a physical version. Uh, I don't know that we're at that point just yet. Not yet, but I think we might be heading there. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Well, it's time for something uh a little bit new
3: yeah brand new in fact we have never done it before uh it's a segment that we are calling what we play in okay mm.
1: it's what we play in time time to talk about the games that we have been playing peter what have you been playing this week uh i have mostly been playing star Wars,
0: star worms mm-hmm. uh and uh, i'm having a good time it seems to be more stable i think i'm now only getting uh frame rate issues when it's doing cutscene stuff in-game. And by that, I don't just mean sort of pre-rendered cutscenes. I mean wandering into a, a vista or whatever, and he goes, oh, wow, look at that. Um, you know, it tends to still slow down a bit, still in mm. performance mode, um, but, you know, it, it seems better. Yeah. That being said, I did manage to get a sandworm stuck in a corner. Um, I did oh. see that. Or it's the crab, isn't it? It's not actually a worm. You know when you go to Jakku, mm. and there's the the monsters in the sand coming after you?
3: When you first get there, there's like a desert yes, yes, I do
1: remember.
0: Um, and uh, yeah, that was... I'm trying to remember what happened. It was like the start of the week. Um, but yeah, I, I just sort of... I think it was chasing me. And I jumped out onto a bit of stone where it couldn't get me. Mm. And I was then like looking the other way and like trying to see what was going on. And the music was still playing. Mm. And when I turned around, there was just this mass of... <laughs> you know a, a a bump in the sand where mm. it was moving and it was just stuck in the corner and it started to like shake back and oh forth. oh my god um <laughs> it's and gonna it, break out of your tv mm. yeah and it, um i then uh hit the share button to do a, a post and i hadn't paused the game and you know like if you bring up the playstation ui mm. the game can still be resumed in the background so i'm like messing around i'm still standing there and it's like still like that and i'm trimming the clip down and, like, posting mm. it on Twitter and stuff. And then I got my phone out. And then by the time I looked up, I realized that it had gone entirely. Um, and then I could run around in that area where I was not supposed to be running and it it wouldn't come and get me. Brilliant. It was just gone. Um, mm. So I, there's a, there's a hack for you. If you want to get past <laughs> that crab, just get it stuck in the corner. And just apparently the, corner. the game eventually decides oh, this is stuck. We better just... Delete it, I suppose. Very good. Um, what I should have done is hit the share button again and actually seen what happened, but I didn't think to do that. So uh, I'll never know quite in what way it disappeared. Mystery. Maybe it flew up to the sky or maybe it sank uh, into the floor. I, I hope don't it know. did. I yeah. hope it's on
1: another planet waiting for you now. Yeah. It's gone into orbit mm-hmm. yeah. and they will find you. Yeah, it'll get me. Always heat seeking. Constantly. Um,
0: so that's mostly what I played. I also, uh, I actually played a little bit of Terraria with some friends um, mm. on today, Thursday. So on Tuesday, I played some Terraria and that was very nice. But uh, apart from that, I mean, that was only like a couple of hours. But apart from that, yeah, Star Wars. That's what I've been playing. Nice. That's it. Nice. Ashton.
3: I've been playing some Assassin's Creed 2 still. Um, I'm very close to the end now. I didn't realise that there's like two additional segments in this game um in the xo collection that are not in the original game because they're like the oh. added dlc so i was like why do all of these things say recovered memories like that's not happened the rest of the game And i googled it, and it turns out the two segments i was doing were uh like additional content that was added later that they cut out of the game initially then finished and put back into the game for DLC um I'm enjoying that but I do find myself shouting at Ezio all the time for just throwing himself off things or like just not doing the climbing the way that I think he should um I've called himself, an, I've called him an Italian plonker more times than like, I'm nice to him. Um, but That's I- That's racist. Yeah.
1: yeah. it is really bad.
3: But I, um, yeah, I still, I'm enjoying the game and it's like scratching that itch for me. I don't know if I'm going to go straight into Brotherhood after I finish it. I might play Dishonored 2 first and then maybe go back to Brotherhood later mm. on. Still got to finish Hellblade actually. I keep forgetting to do that. Um, and I've also been playing some Planet Zoo this week because mm. I was in the, I had the urge to play it on stream. And then since I played it on stream, I'm just, that's all I want to play. I just want to go back and like finish my zoo. Uh, we made Dead Island Zoo was the name of our zoo. Very, Very good. good. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And we've designed it so that the paths are laid out like a big spider.
1: Mm. Excellent. Um,
3: and we've got tigers and we've got tortoises and we've got llamas and we've got cheetahs. And then I'm hopefully going to get some walruses nice. next time. Can
1: you get walruses? In there?
3: I think so. I don't know if I've, if they're in the packs that I've got or if, I, like, if they're in a different pack. But I'm pretty sure we might be able to get at least like a sea lion.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Close enough. Mm. Yeah. We'll take it.
3: Um, but oh man, that game just gives me joy. And I'm not very good at it. And I only play it on sandbox where there's no like, you running out of money. Mm-hmm. I never, mm. I don't care about that. I just want to make nice little exhibits for my animals and have people be like, wow, look at that llama. But my animals kept shagging and like mm-hmm. pro- producing more animals to deal with and i was getting overwhelmed very quickly you at not right.
0: sterilize them
3: well i put one of the tortoises on um contraception because right. he just kept <laughs> he kept making more tortoises and i was like there's too there is too many tortoises just
1: just let them run free mm. yeah I just mean, have there be a big pit yeah and let them all just have animal royale just yeah. go for it
3: the llamas are um they're also doing the same thing oh, it then. kept getting like a little pop-up in the top corner that was like your llamas are mating. Your llama's about to give birth. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, it will stop. So
1: Horny llamas. They're all
3: horny. Yeah. It's the horniest zoo in the world. Anyway, that's what I've been playing this week.
1: Excellent. Nice. Uh, I've played a few things. I am still playing Diablo 4. I've just hit level 40 in Diablo 4. And I'm having a great time doing the same thing over and over again. (laughs) I'm enjoying it. Uh, I got the Platinum Trophy in 10 dates, uh, which is, it just, it's so, it's such a game. It really is it's
3: definitely our game. It,
1: it exists, that's for sure. And uh, I did get to go because for all of them, you have to go on successful dates with all of the people. Mm. I got to see out all of the different potential dates with the people, and I've got to say, some of them have absolutely zero redeeming qualities whatsoever. Right? Because sure. all of them seem to put up like this initial defense, like "Oh, that was a bit weird." Go on a further date to find out what the what's really going mm. on here. And some of them have like tragic backstories or they're, you know, they're just, they're introverted. Some just like books
3: because she's not like other girls. Yeah, she's not like most
1: girls. And then there's a couple who are just like, wow, this guy is terrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This guy is genuinely, he just sucks. This guy sucks. Mm -hmm. And uh, you still have to agree to his requests in order to get the platinum trophy. So that's something I did. It's done now. Uh, I have also been playing a lot of two rather large games, AEW Fight Forever and Final Fantasy 16, which I am going to discuss in much more detail right now in the Review Corner with James Jenkins.
4: Hello and welcome to Review Corner. Ooh. What? What am I doing here? Hi, I'm James. Uh, hi I'm joined James. by Ben. Hi, James. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Have you been playing some games this week or recently? I
1: I certainly have. I've been playing two games, in fact, that I'm going to talk about back to back. But James, oh I've got to do the thing that we've always got to do of course. when when we reach this section and when we do streams with codes that we are very kindly sent by the publishers or by the PR involved in these games we and that is disclose. to say the following. Mm-hmm. Per ASA guidelines, we are compelled to disclose that we received a gifted code for Final Fantasy 16 and AEW Fight Forever from Square Enix and THQ Nordic respectively and nice. that this video is therefore categorized as an ad. However, no financial mm-hmm. compensation was provided in exchange for coverage. We're just going to talk about these games. Should we start with AEW Fight Forever? Sure, let's go for it.
4: So, I mean, what are your thoughts? How are you finding it so far?
1: Uh, well, I, t- f- I don't think it's very good. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going okay. to say that. Just get it out there. I'm just going to say that right out of the gate. I don't think it's very good. Okay. Um, at the time that we're recording this... It's before the embargo, and so I don't know what yeah. the wider the wider world thinks of AW fight forever just yet. But to give a bit of background, yeah. this game was announced <clears throat> three ish years ago. It was I think. a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and they've often said lots of people involved in the production of the game that they want to sort of harken back to uh, mm-hmm. the likes of. WWF No Mercy in the 90s yeah. and how accessible that was and how that's mm-hmm. a game that's still held up and appreciated today and was it made by the same people Ukes right? Uh, no or it wasn't mm-hmm. Ukes I think it was Acclaim was was them but Ukes oh, okay. certainly okay. developed this game and they were involved in a lot of the PS2 the uh, classics, wrestling yeah. games that, that people loved including myself you know they made okay. Here Comes the Pain and there's no better wrestling <laughs> yeah. game than that as far as I'm concerned <laughs> uh, so they've gone for this very specific visual style which is not a secret to people who've been following this Game because mm-hmm. we've seen bits of drip fed g- gameplay for quite some time now. They're these sort of strange action figure proportioned models. Yeah. Um, and I've got to say, I don't like them. I think it's going to be very subjective. Some people are going to really mm. like them. Some people are not going to be fussed. And some people, like myself, are just going to think that looks it's a, a bit, bit rubbish. Exaggerated um, proportions, now, yeah. they There was no way that they could ever compete with the the 2K wrestling games. And I mm. want to say that now because... I feel like that has been at the forefront of of a lot of the pre-release criticism for Fight Forever is that, oh, it looks ravished compared to the 2K games. It's their first crack at the whip, you know? It's It's their first crack. And also they've said, we're not trying to compete with with them. You know, we can't. Mm. The budget's very different. However, I think the style that they've gone for, it doesn't quite work for me visually. They've got these really high detail scans of the bodies and the faces of all of their performers Ah, that are in the game but for some reason the way they've implemented them is that it looks great on the bodies like you can tell Mm. who they are from their outfits and their tattoos and stuff like that but on the faces it just looks like a sort of a jpeg of the face has been (laughs) slapped on and it's the 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 quality of it is it varies wildly so on the likes of For example, Kenny Omega. It looks like Kenny Omega is wearing a mask of his own face. (laughs) For God's sake. CM Punk, his little profile still image when you select him, Mm -hmm. his the corner of his mouth is kind of upturned in the corner like he's going mm. but <laughs> his his moustache goes through it like it looks like his oh facial God. hair goes through his ma- like it's, it's weird model errors and stuff it just doesn't look yeah. good and and that's mm. I, I think that's where the, the subjectivity ends in terms of appreciating these Jeez. character models or liking them or not liking them I, I think it just doesn't work unfortunately yeah, that's a so I'm not a huge fan of how it looks
4: does uh, CM Punk come with uh, a free bag of muffins or whatever he was scrambling when he, <laughs> when no, he kicked no, off no it doesn't Oh, okay.
1: It does not come with
4: muffins, Well, there you go. Inaccurate that way as well. So.
1: so the way the game plays, in fairness to it, I think they, they have managed to nail the accessibility in that uh-huh. it's much simpler to play than the 2K games. And okay. you can, it's just like square to punch, yeah. triangle to kick, X to grapple. And there are more complicated controls, you know, as you progress through. But you could mm. reasonably just like punch someone and grapple someone <laughs> and then pin them because it does prompt you to pin. Yeah. Unfortunately... If it, uncooperative is how I would describe oh, no. the gameplay, <laughs> a lot of times you are sort of swinging at nothing or trying to no. grab at nothing the reversal system is a bit of a challenge as well, there is mm. an easier version of the reversal system that you can enable uh, but you have to sort of you can hold R1 and L1 to block strikes or grapples, and yeah, each each one does yeah. a different one, or you can press it just before in order to counter. Okay. But unlike more conventional modern wrestling games, yeah. it doesn't prompt you with a counter prompt. Oh, uh, so you you have to just sort timing. of you just you sort just of have guess. to guess. Yeah, oh. and that can be really hard yeah. to nail down. And I'm just about getting the hang of it now, having played mm. it for you know many hours. Okay, but I think for newcomers that is going to be. <sighs> That's going to be an issue. And there's no real, Mm. the tutorial is not good. It's just in your first match, it will flash up cue cards and say, Mm. this is how you do this. And it will, every few seconds, flash up another one, regardless of its relevancy. Like it will be telling you how to pin when you're, you know, less yeah. than a minute into a match, it's like, okay, <laughs> I'll I'll try and remember that. Ah, so it's not timed with certain actions;
4: it doesn't like freeze no. at the point where you need to counter, for example. Like it's just, exactly, like, oh,
1: it it doesn't really. That's a shame. In, it doesn't really help newcomers through no. that. So while someone who's playing it for the first time could just button mash and have a decent enough time, if yeah. they want to actually do anything properly. Mm they need to sit down and actually learn how to play the game. And I don't think the game does a very good job of telling you how to do that. And on top of that, I just don't think it plays hugely well Mm. because, especially against the AI, they don't always play ball all the time. (laughs) And, you know, you're you're doing, say, a tag match and... As soon as you go for a pin or, or a submission, both the AI partners both climb into the ring and oh. they both sprint at each other and then just get caught on the people in the middle of the ring <laughs> who are pinning it and then stand there. It's like, what? Oh God. what's going on there? So
4: there's some yeah, some weird AI bugginess going on. Just, yeah, ugh.
1: yeah. You've got the uh, the entrances as well were a big sticking point for me. Again, mm. these seem to be a uh, an homage to No Mercy where they're about yeah. five seconds long. Oh, okay. Yeah, it Wait, just shows uh, them walking out on the stage doing a pose and then fades to but black that, that's part of like the big pageantry of
4: you know wrestling as well yeah i, I don't know nearly as much uh, about it as some people in the office do mm. um but yeah like some of the flashier entrances especially like these days and we have the technology it feels like they've harkened back to it but a bit too much. <laughs> like they've yeah. they've been a bit too faithful to the point where it seems dated. I think Maybe, so. Yeah. I, yeah. I,
1: <clears throat> excuse me. I wrote a review for Push Square, which should be live now, and in that I said that there's sort of like this there's a dogged determination yeah. to pay homage to what came before, but it mm. kind of ignores how far games and wrestling games have come in that time. Yeah. <laughs> and no, they they can't create something on the scale of a 2K game. That's mm. that's you know, that's just understandable but what they have done i don't think it it cuts the mustard really and Mm, and that's that's a real shame the the, the main thrust of the game though i would say is the road to elite mode which is their equivalent of a career mode yeah and it plays out over the course of four blocks of four weeks Mm. and each block has a a storyline in it that culminates in a pay-per-view at the end and that can run from entering into a tag team and becoming the tag champs or mm-hmm. winning the world championship or trying to yeah. take over the company you can play as a male or a female wrestler is Move that on. quite uh flexible then as opposed to quite like a
4: scripted um set of like storylines there so it, it's mm-hmm. a bit more like the old school where it, it can fluctuate between all sorts of different
1: a little Options, bit, yeah. yeah. Because there's no voice acting and yeah. there's no commentary. Oh, yeah, there's so oh yeah, there's no voice <laughs> acting, no voice acting, no commentary. Which does mean in this mode that they can substitute certain roles for different okay. wrestlers. You know, it could be random each time. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of the storylines do play out with specific wrestlers in mind, so yeah. they have to be in there every time. But there is mm. some. There's an element of replayability. Well, uh, it always starts yeah. the same though, and depending on how you perform in your first match, I think that then puts you on a path. Uh, mm. to a different different storyline. But I played it wow. through like two or three times and each time it took me maybe a couple of hours to finish the whole thing. Okay, It's not very long. Nah. And it's also, bear with me, really weird. Oh, good. Because there's a time <laughs> management element to the game. Oh, Jesus. So you've got... You've got four weeks in a block, right? And four weeks where these storylines play out over uh, each each storyline. Persona or... (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) a a little bit. Dead Rising, maybe. So each week (laughs) you get four goes before you have to go to your match. Or you can just go straight to your match. Mm. Now you can work out at the gym... And risk injury, or nice. in, you okay. know, or you increase your momentum because there's yeah. various stats that you have to manage in career mode. You can go sightseeing, and whichever city you're in or whichever town you're in, you can bump into other wrestlers, <laughs> oh and God. and they're just you're like looking at the Statue of Liberty, or you can go on chat shows. Uh, there's wow. there's mini games that are just. <laughs> like, they really do run the, the gamut of quality. Yeah. Some of them are spot the difference, which is rubbish. Oh, and some of them are things like mm. run around the ring and collect the most poker chips. Whoever Jesus. gets the most wins. Some of them are really oh, crap and, and so a lot of them are really frustrating. Fun in a crazy way. At least they've exactly. gone out of,
4: out of the they've comfort tried, zone sort of thing.
1: They've but, tried something different there. Yeah. Um, and also, the best bit, you can go out to uh-huh. eat. Okay. <laughs> and when you go out to eat, you try the local town's delicacy mm-hmm. and it gives you a little fact card about the food Aww, from that town. Oh, that's nice. And again you can bump into <laughs> wrestlers there. And wow. it's it's very strange because you'll <laughs> for example, you it's go so... see the Statue of Liberty and there's yes. Powerhouse Hobbs and Powerhouse yes. Hobbs is like, I'm gonna beat you up. Mm. You're uh I'm scary. <laughs> And then your character will say, all right, Powerhouse Hobbs, no need for that. Can we get a selfie before you go? And <laughs> then you take a selfie and it goes in like a little photo album of yeah. like my precious memories. Oh, that's and cute. And it's, it's, bizarre. like I found it quite endearing. I, I liked what they were going for.
4: Yeah
1: but it doesn't really make a lot of sense when you it's go to work out you don't actually work out bizarre. you watch your character work out and you just skip it and you get uh, the buffs oh from okay, it at the so end. no end. Yeah. you're not no you're not <clears throat> pumping iron when you go <clears throat> on a chat show you're not answering questions you just sat there that looking. would have been nice yeah missed opportunities but exactly but mm. beyond that I, th- I feel like it's just not very well polished or thought out because between yeah. storylines there's no continuity so i would win mm. the tag championships in my in my first storyline for example yeah. and then the very first week of the next block on the new storyline i would be in a one-on-one match against my tag partner no fanfare (laughs) the championships are never spoken of again another one i won the world championship in my first block and at the end of the final block of the career mode Mm. it was implied that i was challenging for the world championship and not defending it even though i was the champion (laughs) and like there's just a lot of bits that don't oh, really make dear. a lot of sense. I was gonna
4: ask because I think I heard something about it and you've reminded me. Um create a wrestler mode. Yes. Is there one?
1: There is one, but okay. it's extremely limited. Oh, uh, there's that's there's a shame. it's kind of like the creation suite from Diablo recently. Yeah. That's what oh, it reminds right. me of, Where okay. you pick from Five preset faces, oh, uh, maybe twelve hairstyles, yeah. and then there's almost no clothing options at all. It's there, <sighs> and it's an option. Okay, well, but at least I got something. while I've, you remind me, actually, the roster is hugely outdated. There's a yeah. there's a lot of ch- inclusions that are kind of baffling, and a lot of exclusions that make no sense. There's oh, a, okay. a, a huge number of current champions are not in the game. Hmm. There's a championship that, that they've had for over a year that's not in the game. <sighs> The Women's Championship is the original design that was phased out over a year ago. So there's there's a lot. It <laughs> feels like it, so. it's based on year one of AEW, but then they've mm. also included some of the newer names like CM Punk and Brian Danielson yeah. in there as well to modernize it a bit. But there's a lot missing and the creation suite is nowhere near comprehensive enough for you to create anyone Mm -hmm. who is missing you know to a reasonable degree i think they're going to add more through dlc but anyway i think AEW Mm -hmm. fight forever is an extremely ambitious but very flawed game okay my main issue is that it feels very budget it feels like a budget game but it is not a budget game it's 50 pounds Mm -hmm. and if they set a price point of like 25 quid, maybe even 30 quid. A lot of the issues that I've talked about today, I'd be willing to let slide. Mm. But they're charging far too much money for this game, I think. And as an AEW officially licensed (laughs) game, obviously it's largely only going to appeal to AEW fans anyway. But I feel like realistically, Fight Forever is only going to appeal to the the hardcore of hardcore of AEW's fans. Because I think yeah. a lot of people who watch AEW will maybe give this a go and mm. think, what the bloody hell is this? This isn't very good. But as it stands, Fight Forever is the only AEW officially licensed AEW video game out there. And so yeah. this is all you've got. By default. So you're going to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> just set those expectations really yeah. low. Because I personally don't think it's very good i like a lot of what they've tried no. but it sets itself up nicely that if they do if they are able to turn around a sequel yeah in reasonable time there's a lot to learn from and a lot to improve mm. upon but just consider this a warning if you are really excited for this game go mm. in with your expectations a lot lower That's than fair. perhaps they should be yeah well, it's it's you know their, their first crack um
4: at this sort of thing and yeah, as long as it's got that sort of potential and there's building blocks. But yeah, like like you say, and, and with the price point as well, it being like a proper thing, you've got to have that expectation mm-hmm. set. It doesn't matter if, obviously, oh, their first try, they're still charging the same amount as uh, the competitor. Uh, so 2K23, yeah. right? Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, it's not quite oh, as much because I think 2K are doing the £70 thing. Oh, but it's still, okay. £50 is a lot of money, and mm. I don't think this game is worth £50. So uh, maybe wait for a sale or something similar. Yeah, And if you want to see it in action, I streamed it earlier this week, and it should be available on the VODs channel now. Yeah. You might see it going. Now, it's time to talk about a game that I am actually really enjoying and loving, and that Yay. is Final Fantasy 16. Woo! So let me give you a bit of background here, James. Okay. Uh, it's set in the Hit land me. of Valestia. <gasps> There are six nations that have sprung up around gigantic mother crystals that grant oh. them magical powers. Oh, I like this lore. Within each of the nations are Dominants, who are humans mm. who wield the power of icons, which, and icons are this game's name for traditional summons. The, yes, the big... so uh, Bahamut? Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, I can't remember Ifrit, the other yes. Sheba. There you go. <laughs> Ramu, <laughs> etc. I think Ramu's one. Anyway, mm. uh, so yeah, th- they've they've sort of, it's a spin on the traditional summon formula because before it was like, okay, I'm going to summon this giant fire devil (laughs) who's going to breathe fire on you in the middle of a normal battle. (laughs) Now, there's a lot more weight to it. And these people are obviously very significant within their civilizations in which they reside. So you play as Clive Rosfield. His name is Clive. Clive, We're all just going to have to be okay with that. (laughs) Uh, He's on a journey of revenge as the nation's war and the roles of dominance and their desire to be dominance start to shift. So I'm not going to give any specific details, but Clive's really cross Mm. and he wants to get his own back. He falls in with a group led by Ralph Innocent, who's got that, or Inneson, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, Mm. who's got that absurd gravel voice um, yes, Yes, and he's great. And something I talked about when I played the demo the other week on the podcast is that this game is noticeably a lot more mature which I love. So it's full of swearing and big swears. They say yes. the flip word all the Whoa, time. Whoa, okay. Uh, there's adult sexual content, but no nips or peen. Whoa, now. No nips or peen. Okay. You know, so it's heavily implied. They don't shy away from it. <laughs> it's It just... It feels like a grown-up game for grown-ups Good. and it's taking itself more seriously.
4: I, um, yeah, just a very slight aside, I had some beef, a lot of beef with Final Fantasy XV mm-hmm. and the writing involved in that. And it seems yes. like this seems like miles
1: apart from mm-hmm. that, which is... Uh, Good in that respect. <laughs> I'm going to pull a name out of my ass now. Mm. Koji Fox is what is I want to I want to oh. say that's his name. Yeah. Citation very much needed. Yeah. I will cut it out of this in the edit if it's not <laughs> correct. So if it is, that's great. He's basically a localization whiz kid who has mm. risen up the ranks in Final Fantasy development and is, oh, is, is really? I think has played in a very prominent role in writing this game and making sure it's
4: oh, wow. good.
1: And that's <laughs> okay. part of the reason Why the accents are so good, again, as we've spoken Mm. about on the podcast, because they've made sure to use regional UK accents and dialogue and dialect and Mm. not rely on Americans doing Bristolian accents and saying, you know, Americanisms and stuff. Mm. Like, Not that there's anything wrong with Americans or Americanisms, but when it's... In the context of a fantasy world and they're meant to be from Bristol. Yeah. It just doesn't sound right. It's, it's, yeah, it doesn't sound right. You get a Sharon mate sort of situation. Exactly. Yeah. I hate that so much. <laughs> yeah, a great deal of care has gone into that. And mm. I've met a Geordie now, I've done it. Yes. It was fantastic. I've met oh, a Bristolian. I think I've met someone from Liverpool nice. as well. Yeah. You know, Valestia, Liverpool, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And as a result, I think it feels quite Game of Thronesy in its presentation. Oh, very nice. And okay. I really like it. Like it's yeah. not as as horrific, but it's mm it, there have been some moments where it's like, Jesus Christ, this is a bit unexpected, <laughs> a bit, unexpected, a bit much, isn't it?
4: It sounds very like uh, political um, yes. in, in nature as well. With warring different nations, nations warring yeah, civilization, yeah, cool. yeah all, cool. all that, cool. that sort of
1: stuff. So your home base is a hideout, which has various vendors and uh, quest givers, and you can craft stuff there and so on. Yeah, you find obelisks in new locations, which you can then fast travel to. Yes. It's not open world in oh, okay. in the sense that we've come to expect from Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. say it's more like Final Fantasy VII remake which is sort of a series of corridors okay but <laughs> some areas are a lot more open and as yeah. a result i think the game feels a lot more focused open areas uh, the rather, stories yeah. the missions the the quests they all play out like okay well mm. we finish this thing we now need to go over to here. And it's that's, like, okay, well, I've got the option to go there or good. I can fast travel back to the hideout and mm. like do some stuff and then, and then come back. Gameplay-wise and combat-wise, it is an action RPG, so it's not turn-based. Yeah. Clive has a sword. He's got distanced spell casting and mm. special moves that have a cooldown. He is mm. the shield for the dominant of the phoenix, ah, which means that he important. has some phoenix-related abilities from the yes. start, so some fire-based offense. Okay. He can dash and explode in fire to open a, sword Mm. attack he can chain that with throwing a fireball to end a combo with fire you can unlock more Mm. moves spent with ability points like sort of a jumping slashing strike and you can then upgrade those further if you want to which is good and i've got a couple of my special moves at the moment are a spinning fire attack and a huge flaming uppercut thing which both require a cooldown and yeah. some of the bigger enemies have stagger meters and stuff and when you fully stagger them then they're completely open to oh, attack. You've got dodges and so on and so forth. It's got a level of difficulty yeah. that I think is sort of perfect at the mm. uh, certainly at the moment because while I am having to use potions, I do feel like I'm not just getting my ass kicked. Yeah. And it looks, you look really cool while you're fighting as yeah, well. The uh, combat looks amazing. I,
4: I um believe, so they brought in someone, for, I forget the name, but somebody from the Devil May Cry series right? oh, did to, they? to to revamp the combat. I think so. I mean, that makes sense um, if that's true. But, but yeah, the combat looks uh, very sort of modernized and more like action focused as well,
1: which, uh, mm-hmm. and it looks beautiful from what I've seen as well. It's yeah. Very it, flashy. It is yeah. a looker. And you may or may not unlock more elemental powers as (sighs) you go, potentially. And those sort of play out the same way that God of War ragnarok did yeah in that you have abilities for each type so for example my flaming uppercut if i did that mm. and then it needs to recharge i could switch over to maybe another oh, set nice. and use my so you could essentially just spam out all of your big attacks right yeah, from the get-go yeah. and then let those slowly cool down and then do them all again which is how yes. i played god of war your yeah. party's controlled by ai but you mm. can instruct torgle the big friendly dog if you oh. wish to heal or do a couple of types of attack you oh, do have a big friendly yes. dog. Amazing. He's great. He's called Toggle. <laughs> and yes, you can pet him. And yes, Best there is boy. a trophy, which is great. Nice. Or you don't have to control Toggle because instead okay. of difficulty or accessibility settings, what Final Fantasy 16 does mm. is it gives you a handful of rings or equippable rings from the get-go oh, so that essentially make the game a lot easier. Yeah. So there's one where you just have to press square and then you can do like crazy attacks. Mm. It does it for you. There's one that auto evades. Okay. There's one that controls toggle for you which I have equipped just because i can't be asked to like because he's (laughs) he's on the same controls you have to switch between healing items and controlling toggle and i'd Uh, rather have quick access to my healing items so there's still a tactical trade off he's a very good boy. he can handle himself yes (laughs) there's still a a tactical trade-off in that Mm. you only have a certain amount of slots for these rings and you may pick up rings that you may you'd prefer to have like plus 10 defense or whatever so yeah
4: so optimally it doesn't quite um if you want to be super optimal then you would like Basically up for the difficulty there, but it's a more sort of uh, mm.
1: ingrained in the systems themselves. It's interesting. I think it's, it's an interesting right approach. Yeah. I think it's an interesting way to do difficulty, and mm. it's obviously faced criticism from people who would say, "Well, that's ruining the game." Because <laughs> you could just you could just do that, and it's like, "Well, yeah, but you mm. could just not do that." But yeah, it's there <laughs> as an option, and I'm not personally going to use them mm. apart from the toggle one, just because I feel like that's a bit of management taken off my hands. Yeah. And as I said, there's a tactical element, there's a tactical loss to that because I could have another ring in Mm. that slot that boosts my stats and I've decided... To farm out yeah. <laughs> management of talk to a role, exactly. <laughs> so I, I yeah. like it. I think it's, I think it's really good. I think it works. So every so often, as well, there are these huge icon battles mm. where these, where the dominants start controlling their icons, and I've they're just these this. big, absurd, mm-hmm. over the top set pieces. They are essentially yeah. big QTEs, mm. but they're such it's a spectacle that, but yeah. that they're, they're really something to behold. And I think they're, they're flipping yeah. gorgeous. Uh, so Look those amazing. are good too. Now. Now, one major criticism though is that it doesn't mm. run very well outside of battle. Uh, oh, on performance okay. mode it is absolutely not hitting 60 frames per second. Jesus. Graphics mode locked at 30 doesn't enhance this is the trade off for me this is the problem with um, <laughs> star wars as well yeah. uh, jedi fallen order is that the graphics mode doesn't enhance the visuals enough for me to justify points, <laughs> potentially yeah. having 60 frames where i can have 60 frames yeah so i've been keeping it on performance mode and it's it's not ideal it's like it just noticeably slows down mm. and that's a real shame I mean, it does look very, very beautiful uh, mm.
4: from what I've seen, and you know, just just the environments as well as like the uh, the effects and everything. But yeah, performance mode not hitting sixty is pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that should just be a standard. Age. How yeah.
1: how is that not still mm. not happening? So I'm hoping that can be fixed oh, well. with patches and so on. But yeah. at the moment, I've I'm utterly engrossed by it. Yeah. I think it's really really good, and mm. I love this new dark approach that they've that they're going with. Oh, There's absolutely. Yeah. a decent enough mystery at the center of it that, mm. that I really want to know what's going on. I find the combat really fun. Nice. I'm having a great time. Yeah. I want I really want to sit down and play just a load of it in one sitting, but I haven't had the mm. chance yet because oh, I've been no. playing AW5 forever. Well, so yeah. <laughs> uh, there we are. Maybe Soon. next week on the podcast I'll be able to talk in way more detail. But yes. uh, thank you to Square Enix and thank you to THQ Nordic. Thank you very much. Coach. Do you have any further oh, questions, uh, James?
4: I suppose the one for Thing that i've seen potentially as a criticism but it's more of like a um different points of view i guess with um final fantasy obviously they change up their combat mm-hmm. and um systems all the time but apparently like it's it's unusual to see the focus dropped for other party members because you know that's like yeah. a traditional thing of like yeah you, know, you build up your party and you level up and stuff is there still like a lot of um I suppose RPG mechanics. Are you still leveling up like that, or have they mm. gone full action RPG mode on uh, it? Yeah. Um,
1: it's all about Clive. Yeah, all that Clive. It's all about Clive. I am still in single-digit hours. I am. Yeah. I'm close to ten hours in, but uh, so it may well change as as it goes. I've I've only got yeah. Sid and Torgel in my party, <clears throat> but I have not yet found a way to equip anything to those party mm. members. They're no, not leveling enough. up. They're just. It's all about Clive. Yeah, this is this well. That's is the, the direction they game. took. Yeah, that is the direction they took. And yeah, yeah, it would be nice to maybe equip some gear or something. But mm. quite frankly, I think the way they've handled the combat this time around far faster than usual. Yeah, I think it it'd be very, very difficult good. to mm. to manage everybody else as well. Uh, I yeah. find it hard enough to manage Toggle, and <laughs> I just have to press up on the D pad for him to bite someone. So well, you it. know, yeah. yeah uh, th- I mean, well, that's, that's that is a fair yeah. criticism, but also. I think it speaks volumes that mm. I didn't pick it up at all. Like that, that just has not been an issue if, for me. Exactly.
4: If if it's not really an issue, if it stands on its own with a new system, I mean, you know, like Final Fantasy changing mm-hmm. every single time. Like there's there's no continuity between like the mainline games anyway. They're changing their systems all the time. And if this works, then that's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I think it does work, yeah. and I'll talk amazing, more about it next week. Amazing stuff. Wow, lovely. Oh, thank you very much. I think that's You're everything. Welcome. Are you are you all sorted? I'm all sorted. Yeah. Let's go back to the podcast, oh, right. James. Well, I better clear off then. Get out of here, James. <laughs> all right. See you later. Thank you. Bye.
3: Well, it's time for question two now. This comes from Cameron Cameron Keyword. I almost smashed your names together. Sorry, Cameron. Um, hello, BAP CT Projects VP of PR and Comms Michael Platow Gilevsky. Maybe a, I think that was
4: pretty yeah. good attempt.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, mr mpg to his friends thinks players were too harsh on cyberpunk 2077 around launch claiming that it became the, a cool thing not to like it the hours upon hours of the youtube glitch highlights many refunds and even being removed from playstation store listings tell me otherwise the game has turned the corner and is now a great experience and with the upcoming dlc i'll be hopping back into play and hopefully mop, mop up the platinum pan am for life love that gal um does the statement show that CG Projekt Red have learnt nothing about 2077's launch, or is he right? Kind regards, Cameron J. Keyword. I have a quote from what he was saying. He was talking to GameIndustry.biz about the launch, um, and the developer's journey to rectify its mistakes. And he said, I was personally not happy with how things turned out. I was not expecting that. I knew immediately that we were that we had to come back. I like the spot that we were in before launch. I'm not talking about the peak of hype. The two years before that, we had our community. We liked them. They liked us. It was awesome to work with CG Project Red. He then says, "Um, I actually believe Cyberpunk on launch was way better than it was received. And even the first reviews were positive. Then it became a cool thing not to like it. We went from hero to zero pretty fast. That was a tough moment. We didn't know what was happening. We knew the game is great, yet, That yes, we can improve it. Yes, we need to take time to do it and we need to rebuild some stuff. That took us a lot of time, but I don't believe we were ever broken. We were always like, let's do this. Mm. So it's very uplifting in what he said, in the sense that he was like, we knew, like, we had to fix it. We were in a good place, then we weren't, but I don't think it ever demoralized us too much. But he does say that he thinks that everyone was just jumping on the bandwagon.
1: Yeah, I want to highlight one particular bit that he says there about. Mm Where was it? Uh, Even the first reviews were positive. Mm -hmm. Allow me to quote directly from Wikipedia now because it seems like so long ago that I'd forgotten the ins and outs of it and thankfully Wikipedia has it all chronicled. CD Projekt Red issued strict review embargo terms on these review copies requiring reviewers to sign non-disclosure agreements and only allowing footage provided by the company to be shown in reviews. According to Wired Magazine, which did not receive a reviewer copy, violating the NDA would cost around $27,000 per violation. Concern also arose over the fact that review copies were issued for the PC version of the game, ensuring that all pre-release reviews related to the PC version of the game, excluding consoles. Mm-hmm. As a result, this eroded trust from some consumers. D- just a little bit. Yeah. Just this a little bit. Just so th- This is... I hate that this the narrative is being twisted like this at this point that it's turned a corner. Mm-hmm. Because some people may be on board with saying, you know what, actually, it wasn't so bad. Mm. That's bollocks. Yeah. They lied to everyone and they knew how bad it was yeah. because they locked everyone into legal agreements to review the PC version, which mm-hmm. was by far the most stable version. yeah, yeah. It's a very... VP of PR and
0: comms thing to yeah. say. It's his job to go out and try and essentially be a bit of a spin doctor, I would say. Yeah. Um, and look, like I... The the one thing I can kind of go in on um, or, or, or agree on um, to a certain extent is that he says something like uh, that, that was very difficult or that sucked or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it did. Like, they'd worked on this game for years and years and years. They knew how excited people were had been for it and Mm -hmm. and were at launch um, thinking that it was going to be like the next triple a hit one of the kind of the new greats in gaming and
3: the reason that everyone was so excited was because that they had literally not stopped promoting it for like two years Mm -hmm. remember going to egx like the, a few months before it released and they were showing like a extended preview of like gameplay. You had to go in and sit in a little theatre and a woman would speak to you and a guy would play the game and he was like, wow, this game looks great because yeah. everything that they did up until the point of launch was like, the game is amazing. Mm. You're going to, you're going to poo your pants. You it's are. Gonna it's going to be so exciting. amazing, It's poo-inducing. Yeah.
0: So I'm sure he was riding a big high and I'm sure they were, they all were or maybe, I, get, I guess probably they weren't all feeling like genuinely amazing about it because they probably knew this is probably not going to be received that well, Mm -hmm. but at least, you know, from the point of view of seeing how people were talking about the game before it came out, that must've felt really good. And then, yeah, when you then release it and everyone starts crapping on it, I'm sure it does feel really bad and it probably feels as though people are jumping on a bandwagon and it's become the cool thing to do to hate on it. And that might that that could be true. It's not mutually exclusive, though, from the fact that it was bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you can it can be trendy and and you know the latest kind of um, uh, talking point on social media to say this thing that's just come out is a terrible thing. Look at all these jokes and memes and stupid clips.
3: Well, it's exactly what happened with For Spoken. The game is objectively like not a, a terrible game. It doesn't run badly. Yeah. like the mechanics are fine. Mm-hmm. It looks all right. Uh, people were just memeing on it because the, the writing was cringe mm-hmm. and people didn't like the way it presented itself. But that's people jumping on the bandwagon, having not played the game, seeing out-of-context clips and being like, this game sucks. That If they came out and said, I think it became the cool thing to hate on our game, I would say, you know, fair enough. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. you say... Uh, Cyberpunk was broken. It wasn't that it was just like a couple of clips taken out of context. It was hours and hours of gameplay footage people have seen. Mm. It was streamers not getting the game to work. It was players not getting the game to work. It was reviews coming in for the the console versions that were like in the 50s because it just did not run. It was like you say having to take it off the PlayStation store because it didn't work and issue refunds. Yeah. That's not people just being like, oh, lol, meme, terrible game dead game like that's not that that's something completely different it
0: became the cool thing to hate on it because it was bad yeah and it was the right it was
1: warranted
3: it was almost justified and
1: also like beyond all of the the consumer and public reaction to it there were inside sources that Jason Schreier reported on who said, yeah, we were forced to push this out mm-hmm. and We know it was not ready. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, he's, he's, as you said, Peter, he's doing his job. But I think it's <laughs> And like... he's trying to spin it. But it, it's just, it's false. It, that's yeah. not true at all. I've got the average review scores there, Ashton, if you wanted to... You oh, yeah. Uh, to PC was 86
3: out of 100. PS4 was 57 out of 100. Yeah. PS5 was 75. Xbox One was 61. and And Xbox Series was 87. So, yeah, you can tell that, like, you know, that those aren't amazing scores regardless. I mean, I would say some of them were too high for certain things, but um, I think I kind of disagree that he's, like, putting his PR face on because I think if he was they wouldn't be like, it was the cool thing to, you know, hate on us. I yeah, think that they would not. be being like, you know, we've learned from our mistakes mm. and we think the game now is really good and mm. I'm really pleased with how it's turned out. You think
1: he's just being delusional?
3: I don't know. I kind of feel like well, he is. what is he doing? Like, what? <laughs> because that's not telling... It's a fair point. Because so it's yeah. not like we weren't there. We were there. Yeah, we exactly. saw it, it happen. Maybe put it a
0: different way if you were trying to yeah, it. you just say like, Admittedly, like right maybe...
3: And I'm not trying to give too much credit here, but maybe this is the like translated into English, like
1: I did. Polish I did think kind that. of. I couldn't see anywhere in the article that it said it was translated. But, but even he's if probably it's not like a it's his second English English language, mm, if yeah. he's
3: saying things that maybe like he's he's saying it in a way that maybe it translates better mm. for him rather than like how it's coming across for the the general that public. Could be it. That, yeah. that could, I'm I'm willing to take it with a, a pinch of salt, but I do think that like this isn't this isn't the way to talk about a game that was objectively broken and mm-hmm. caused so much backlash rightfully so I mean like it was it was actually fine. I think you guys are just being dramatic. Everyone's just like, being drama queens. So it's drama queens. Like, yeah. so what? You can't... Sometimes his penis falls out of his trousers. So what? Who so cares? So what? That's
1: by design. What okay? Is... Everyone everyone thinks it's the cool thing to hate on the penis that comes out of the
3: trousers. Yeah.
1: Like, why?
0: What the hell? And that's
1: not to say... Obviously, I feel like we need to, we need to say that that isn't to say that people didn't enjoy it at the time you know yeah, our, yeah. our james jenkins wrote a video review about it after playing i think on xbox and he mm-hmm. had a great time with it i had friends who bought it and played it and had a great time yes they experienced bugs but ev- it seemed like everyone's mileage with it varies mm-hmm. you know pe- some people had it way worse than others uh, however what he has said is is not true Mm. and that's the issue that we're taking here because that game was not in a good state at launch it was the done thing to hate on it because it deserved it because they spent so long hyping up how amazing it was and then they knew the state it was in when Mm. they tried to sell it to Mm -hmm. people and that's not acceptable. You mm-hmm. do deserve to get hate for that. That's that's just and then don't don't lie about the fact that it was <laughs> it was actually all right. It's in a much better place now. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. It was always a great game, but it shouldn't have been released then. Yeah. That's the point.
3: Yeah. And so I do hope <sighs> they've learned from yeah. them. I hope this is just either a misspeak or just like something that that he can someone was gonna be like why did you say that that's not true um and i hope that maybe if he if they get a bit of backlash from this they might realize that we weren't just taking the piss for the sake of it it was bad so hopefully they will learn and i think this is just one guy's opinion and the devs and i think hopefully the higher ups in cg project red will have actually taken some from what happened Mm. but we won't know until they launch their next game because Mm. right now they've got the dlc coming out but the game is objectively how they wanted it to be from the get-go now they've all they keep saying that it they're really proud of how it is now and they've spent the last what is it three four years yeah
1: 20 early 2020 was 2020 yeah yeah
3: yeah uh, yeah. yeah. um they spent a good few years working on it now that it and it's the point where it's good so we won't know if they've learned from this until they release their next game and if they when they release their next game Oh my God, are they going to have their like hands full with yeah. trying to like reassure the consumer about the game and how it's going to come out? They're going to have to work really hard. But don't just start advertising it two years before and give people loads and loads of hype. In order to so come back, almost like that. ready. That Witcher yeah.
1: trailer that they showed like two years ago. You oh, remember yeah. that? Oh yeah, oh, they did that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's happening again. It's mm. going to happen again. But whether or not it's actually ready this time, we'll mm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's time for something a little strange, guys.
3: A little peculiar, perhaps.
1: Something weird, I would say.
3: It's the weird news time.
2: For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
1: It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. If you would like to submit some weird gaming news to us, you can do so on Twitter and Facebook by responding to the relevant post that goes out on a.
3: Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: Tuesday. Uh, however, if you'd like to guarantee a shout-out at this point in the show, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump, support us at a certain tier, and become a podcast producer just like... Just like G.Y. Goliath,
3: Nicole Hanson, Duncan
1: Wilson, Katie garrido Jared.
3: Gabrielle Philippink, Ellie Nicholas, Nicholas
1: Nexus Polaris,
3: Mel dl Bonnet, and Blake Thomas. Thank you, thank you podcast, podcast producers.
1: producers. Oh, uh, Peter, have you got some weird video game news there? Some weird video game news that was
0: sent in by Samuel Benson on Twitter at M-S-T-R Morning. <laughs> Mr. Morning. Mr. Morning. Mr. Morning.
3: Okay. He sounded like a robot. M-S-T-R. M-S-T-R.
0: I was waiting for a word to appear as I read the letters. <laughs> um This is according to comicbook.com mm. wow, right, slash gaming slash news. Wow, it's right, in ash it? gaming news weird um and it was written by Mark
2: Deschamps
0: Deschamps Deschamps thank you
3: um
0: uh, I didn't read the headline. Sonic the Hedgehog gets in on Grimace birthday shake trend. Sick. Have we you should seen this trend. this trend?
1: Yeah.
0: No. It's a TikTok oh, trend where people
3: because in the, in America they've got a Grimace shake, which is like a purple milkshake.
1: Yes, that's what the game was. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: people have been like drinking it, and then like it's basically meant to be like they go they're being attacked by Grimace, and at one <laughs> point they're like some of them are like covered in like those they're like tipping it over their head because like it's so good, and then mm-hmm. they flip the camera around and. Someone's dressed up as Grimace. Okay. And well, I I'll saw one you. where she like she took a drink, she's like, Oh, I'm fine from Grimace. And then the next shot is her and the shake like, going down a river, like really fast. She's just lying there. And I was like, okay. what is happening? It's like
0: it just cuts to like a horrible death, is yeah. basically what happened. Oh, Pretty right. Much. So It'll if you drink it. this, you will die and yeah. it's Grimace's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I imagine it says in the article. McDonald's has been celebrating the birthday of Grimace this month. Can I source like, can I just ask? Yeah. Surely Grimace's birthday is every year. Yeah, but is this, it like is, an well, this seems like, like the first time this has happened. I know how old he is as well. Yeah, he's 52. Right,
3: that's not even an important birthday. No, name. it's not.
0: Don't get why this is happening, but whatever. Maybe they just knew it
1: would be the kind of thing that would trend on social media. Yeah, well, they're leaning into the weirdness, aren't they? Because Grimace mm. has taken over the McDonald's uh handle in America, yeah. And I think the, the sub, the, the like, what is it? The bio just says. It's me, Grimace. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the that's
0: the vibe they're going for at the Good. moment. McDonald's has been celebrating the birthday of the the Grimace this month. <laughs> it says. All and, praise. And participating store locations have a special grimace shake to celebrate. Mm. The mm. shake has become the subject of a hilarious meme recently. Hilarious. With viral, Action, is it
3: hilarious? So funny. Okay.
0: With viral videos on social media depicting people suffering horrible deaths after drinking the shake. The official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account has now gotten in on the joke with a tweet today wishing Grimace a happy birthday alongside an image of Sonic dead on the floor. (laughs) I saw this. With a purple colored drink spilled all over the floor. There it is. That's official.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh yes yeah, so it's art It's artwork. Yeah. yeah actual art that's been They done. didn't
3: kill actual Sonic. That's Don't good. Worry. That would be... I mean, I, I wish they would sometimes, but yeah. it's okay.
0: The tweet from the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account can be found embedded below. And then the article embeds the tweet. Excellent. While the Sonic image is a perfect fit for the Grimace Grimish Shake meme, it's not actually new. It comes from The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, a visual novel released for free on April Fool's Day this year. The original drink was coloured red. Mm. That said, the image is a perfect fit for the meme and the tweet has gotten a lot of positive attention on Twitter. The official McDonald's Twitter account even replied with Grimace thanking Mr. Hedgehog (laughs) with two G's at the end, all lowercase, for the birthday wishes.
3: The marketing intern that's going to have been in charge Mm. of like writing all of these tweets is just going to... It's a hell his of a portfolio they're yeah. yeah, together, isn't it? I was grimace. I was Grimace for
1: like, yeah, yeah, for for his birthday. Mm-hmm. The grimace shake meme
0: started on TikTok and has quickly taken over social media, with memes appearing on Instagram and Twitter as well. In the videos, those that drink the grimace shake suffer a horrible fate. Sometimes the drinker is hit by a car, or ends up face down in a creek, or just loses their mind. Some of these memes have even played off classic horror movies. There have now been multiple Grimace shake videos that have seen the drinker ending ending up in a basement, similar to the one from the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> the whole thing probably isn't what McDonald's had in mind when it started the promotion, but it's made for some really funny videos. Oh,
3: <laughs> oh I love those.
0: Uh, and that's, there's more, but that's that's it, basically. Is he going, going to
1: tell you what Grimace is now? Or a
0: milkshake? I don't
3: think anyone knows what Grimace no. is. <laughs> it's hard he's, to explain.
1: He's craving those
3: McNuggets. The, no, just the briefly, Grimace. It
0: mentions
1: the, the Game Boy game and then at the end it says
0: have you been enjoying the grimace Shade memes which know, one you is your favorite uh, so far let us in the comments or share your thoughts directly on twitter
1: go watch our video about the grimace video game mm. that they released this year mm.
3: i have some news go on. comes from steven Skoda's on twitter from nintendo life <laughs> random. random disgruntled splatoon 3 fan complains directly to nintendo's president about male poses he bought shares just to access Nintendo's annual shareholder meeting. We were sp- talking about this in the office the other day. and I just, yeah. It's unhinged. His mum
0: told him not to.
3: His mum did tell him not to. <laughs> Imagine saving up money to buy shares so you could attend a shareholder meeting with the company president and complain about something in a video game. That's exactly what one Splatoon 3 fan has reportedly done. GLHF reports that a Splatoon 3 player saved up enough cash to attend a recent Nintendo shareholder meeting simply to complain about the apparent lack of poses for male inklings and octolings in the ink-based team shooter. The attendee re- reportedly held up the meeting for a while with their complaints, stating that Nintendo has given boys the cold shoulder, accusing the Big N of favouring the female characters. they previously written to Nintendo about the concerns before, but claimed to have been ignored as things didn't seem to improve. Prove. Huh. This person needs to go outside. Yeah. As the letters had seemingly been ignored, the attendee says they purchased a Switch OLED with a credit card, sold it for a loss of sold it for sold it at a loss for cash, then bought some Nintendo shares in order to qualify to oh. attend the annual shareholder <laughs> Why meeting. did they do that? So I think he bought the Switch OLED and then was using it, then sold the Switch OLED so he could buy shares. Right. That makes it that sound like he's. That well, doesn't it make sense, tried to flip but it for profit, I think that but... he, yeah, because okay. that doesn't really make he sense. He sold his
1: Switch so that he could play.
3: Yeah. Nintendo president Shuntaro Furukawa apparently tried to stop the person from talking by stating that the question was too long, but they persisted with their argument. Um,
0: it's so embarrassing. It's so
3: embarrassing. Uh, apparently, when he was finished, Furukawa's response was simply, thank you for your opinion. The fans said that he was filled with dread during the promotional period for Splatoon 3 because all the trailers always showed the girl character. Previously, they argue customization had been more limited for all types of characters, but Splatoon 3, there is clear favoritism towards the girl characters. Furukawa reportedly responded by thanking the fan for playing the game. It's certainly an unusual way to get a point across and it has drawn a lot of attention from the Splatoon 3 fandom, particularly in Japan. While some agree that there is, more, there is an imbalance, many others feel that there are more pressing issues that need addressing in the game. Mm. Others feel like a shareholder meeting isn't the kind of place for these complaints. Those people are correct. Yes. Um, it's worth noting that Splatoon Three doesn't assign genders to your characters, similar to Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Splatoon Three enables you to pick a style of Inkling or Octoling, and no clothes or hairstyles are locked to either the masculine or female presenting style. Um, so, yeah, this guy te- bought—I think he bought like three thousand five hundred pounds worth of or dollars worth of shares. It doesn't S- have no it in the article. Switch is worth that much. Um, no.
1: Switch is
0: irrelevant to
1: that
3: style yeah,
0: It doesn't entirely. make any sense.
3: Um, they haven't got all the information that I've seen on Wasn't other places. There, did,
1: yeah, in the version that we we were talking about, it said his mum told him not to
3: do yeah, it. She it knew he was she... going,
0: he said he was going to and she said, leave, leave well alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he,
3: he basically, I don't know, he tweeted or someone tweeted like uh, from a quote from him where he said that he had to do it even though his mum told him not to. Yeah. Um, Because it was so important to him.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I hope he's happy. Yeah, He's not brought, happy. They didn't listen to
3: him, Ben. They didn't listen. Thank you for playing the game. He got to do what he wanted to do.
1: You know, he got to... At the cost of $3,000. And now he, he can't got to complain. play
3: on his Switch because he sold He's it. He's
1: got no Switch anymore. <laughs> he can sell his Nintendo shares, potentially, yeah. and then maybe buy another one. But yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, even even if it were a valid criticism, it's it's not the right way to go about it, is no.
3: it? No. Um, and it's absolutely unhinged
1: everyone's just sort of laughing at you and yeah. uh, that's uh, it's a bit silly isn't it? yeah
3: a bit silly
1: I've also got some Nintendo weird news do oh. you? Yes. Isn't that nice? R- no, I'm R- afraid not. It's oh. uh, This comes courtesy of at C Bennett underscore 12 and at Ariel underscore Kent on Twitter. Not
0: random.
1: Normal. Normal. It's from IGN. Zelda. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom player creates working scale that reveals strange truths about Link.
3: I've seen this. Mm,
1: yeah. A Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom player has created a set of working scales using the game's ultra hand mechanic reveals it okay, well that's the, that's exactly the same as a headline. Now able to see what objects weigh in comparison to others, Reddit user Recommendation OK6842 okay posted a video that revealed Link's weight. Turns out
3: that's a catchy
1: name it's very good isn't it i love it when they include those in uh in these articles and we have to try and read them yeah uh turns out
3: mstr
1: that <laughs> the hero of time only weighs the equivalent of 10 apples okay
3: apples in that game are quite big though aren't they that's yeah they're about the uh, head- size of head size no they're not head size are they i don't, I don't think 10 so.
0: newtons of force isn't it isn't an apple like one <laughs> newton is it yeah yeah <laughs> That's, that's what he
1: based it all around yeah. because of, after the, the vicious assaults yeah, that head. he suffered. Uh, that's not all the scale revealed, though, as Tears of the Kingdom has some other strange rules for item weights. A boulder was placed on the scale against one about three times its size, for example, but the scale remained balanced. Oh, a set of working scales, are they? <laughs> mm, interesting. Well, what's heavier? A ton of feathers or a ton of bricks? Mm.
3: A ton of bricks, obviously. A ton of yeah. bricks,
1: yeah. Because it's feathers. Because the feathers are lighter. (laughs) While this all seems like fun and games, other players in the comments began seeing the potential of the scale for aviation. This will completely revolutionise aircraft engineering, said one. I love how this might accidentally be useful, said another. What a great concept, though. I never would have thought to do this, but now that I see it it done, it's so obvious, they continued. We could legit establish a unit of measurement with this and use it to see how much our our builds actually weigh.
3: Now, I don't want to be a hater. Right, I'm just going to put that out there. Go on. Uh but those people they, I'm glad they're having fun, but Ashton, they need to go out. Don't
1: bully, don't bully them.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying Imagine getting that excited about figuring out that apples are the same weight. But these are the
1: people who are building like wonder machines.
0: I
3: know that. I know that. And I'm sorry that I'm being hated, but my initial interest. build
1: wonder machines
0: in real life. Yeah.
3: Like if you're so excited about this, why don't you just do something useful for society? Figure out how much apples I weigh. I'd like that to be.
0: (laughs) You could do that. How much apples
1: does Ashton
3: weigh? Does I weigh? Apples (laughs) does I weigh?
1: Uh, would you guys like to know uh, what Tears of the Kingdom is? The review score IGN gave it, no, and thanks. several links to articles about how to an apple is. An apple is one of many. What Ashton weighs <laughs> is what it says here. Uh, no, that's it. There's just fluff about what Tears of the Kingdom is. Wow. Uh, thank you everybody for submitting your weird news. Thank how you weird everyone. everybody. Yes. It's time for the big discussion. Oh. It's big discussion time. Time for the big video game discussion that this week comes to say of, I believe. Hang on, I'm looking at the wrong page. No, I, I was looking at the <laughs> actual, podcast Blake Blake you, actual podcast producer, Blake Thomas. Thank um, you, actual podcast producer, Blake Thomas. I checked every other page for the podcast producers and it was on this one. So that's good. Uh, Doodles. I see several questions about the Microsoft Activision Circus, so I figured I'd flavor up the questions just a bit with a Sony question. Thank you, Blake. Mm. Yeah. Because there is there is so much drama still. So much has happened since those questions were asked. Yeah. It's every day. We literally cannot. Well, they keep are up. in
3: the middle of a court case. Yeah. So that's are. why it was and so they're much. revealing
1: so much juicy gossip. But I know. we are gonna take a little break about talking about mm. Microsoft Activision Blizzard and all that kind of stuff. Uh we are always into Sony's PS plus overhaul. Is it about a year now?
3: I think so, around. Yeah, probably, about yeah.
1: uh, and how do you feel about it overall? I personally wish they'd care even a little about bringing in classic titles from the PS1 and PS2 that have been available on the PS3 and Vita in the past. With such a weak, barely growing classic section, do you go for plus, extra or premium? If they followed suit with a price increase like Microsoft recently announced, how would you feel about that?
3: Would you like to know what the community thought? I would
1: flip in. I bet they're... Really reasonable about it.
3: Yeah, actually, surprisingly so. Incredible. Okay. There well was done. way less people just commenting, saying, why don't you ever talk about the thing I want to talk why about? Why you shut up? <laughs> yeah. Um, the main vibe I got from reading through the comments was that most people play, pay for extra... Or we'll say extra is worthwhile, but general consensus is premium is not up to snuff.
1: Extra is the middle. I confuse extra so, and premium yeah. all, yeah, all so the time.
3: Essential is just the three games in the month and you can play online. Extra is the kind of back catalog of playstation 4 games and those three games every month premium is ps3 streaming ps1 ps2 psp the classic library Mm. essentially um mercury shadow 5445 says i paid for premium to play games the games i wanted and then went back to extra there was no huge difference in price but felt like i was paying for nothing i was the extra is pretty decent the only issue being that i have definitely seen the PS Plus and games suffer due to this. It feels like Sony definitely wants us to dig deeper into our pockets for extra because they realize premium isn't up to snuff. Um, Someone said, I subscribe to premium. I think it's a pretty good service, honestly. There are sometimes too few classics and I wish they could download PS3 games instead of streaming them. But otherwise, we have a good list of quality games, good amount of top tier games and some indie curiosities um, as well as classics from days gone by. And I also found out um, from Dat Crazy Nerf that streaming is... You can't do streaming in Australia, so they don't have access to that as part of the... At all?
0: No. (laughs) On any device? No,
3: never. (laughs) There's no such thing as streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the general consensus is that either they have Essential or they don't pay for it, Or um, extra is kind of where people will draw the line. People will go up to premium to Mm. play a game and then come back down. Some people are saying that, like, for the extra, like, maybe £100 a year, that they're just paying for premium because, like, they might find something on there. Um, But the general consensus is that premium is just not worth it, which I think is pretty much our opinion Mm, as well. Right.
1: Uh, What are we all subscribed at currently?
3: Um, I'm subscribed at Essential, but MB subscribed at Extra, and Mm. we share the extra games. So can
1: you actually because this
0: is sorry Peter where are you currently? Located? I am um, I don't even have plus at the moment because I don't play multiplayer games online at all mm-hmm. and uh I've I've I'm rarely blown away by the 3 free games. So mm-hmm. to me why would I give that money away mm. for something that I'm not actually at the moment going to use. Mm-hmm. Um if an interesting multiplayer game comes out I'll go straight back to Probably uh, standard or whatever yeah. it's called, but um, essential. Essential, yeah. Mm.
3: I paid for the year and Black Friday, so mm. I've got the year.
1: I also, well, yeah, I, I'm on essential, and I topped up during the days of play, and mm. I didn't realize I did that last year, so I'm on essential until like 2025, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm there. Stopped and I know you can up. pay to to upgrade, but I I did the same thing as Peter like a, a few years ago. Now I think before we, when would it have been? It might have been either. It wouldn't have been the first year of triple jump. It probably would have been when we were at Vidyets. I didn't have plus for most of that year. I think just mm. because I, I, wasn't play. None of us had a lot of money. Yeah, because it, it, Bristol's expensive, um, and I just wasn't playing online, and so it didn't. It just didn't seem worthwhile. I have a question for you though, because yes. I share my account with a friend, my Ben. Um, which is legally different from mm-hmm. your Ben. And it yeah. was very exciting legally when the distinct. two Bens managed to meet. Three
3: Bens in one room. It was yeah, crazy. the my
1: Bens both met at the same time. Yeah, uh, but my Ben, who I share my account with, uh, he he has. I think he's got extra, mm-hmm. and I haven't even tried to download or access those so, games. So does that work? Yes, yeah, so it, it works the same way as subscribed? console
3: sharing. Okay. so hi, my PlayStation is his yeah. main PlayStation, hmm. and I will download. I'll go on his account download the games I want to play Mm. and then because console sharing is enabled I can play those on my account if they're on the PlayStation that I'm playing on. Right. So I've downloaded Assassin's Creed uh, Ezio collection and Dishonored 2 on his extra account but I'm playing them on my account because it's the PlayStation that I downloaded Well that's great to know
1: because I'd hope that would be the case but I've not even bothered going to look because I assumed there'd be some sort of PS Plus check seeing mm. as that's a subscription mm. rather than a purchase yeah. game but it's nice to know that you can you
3: because know, that's why we were like well I don't mind paying for extra because there's games that we can go back and like dip into you know like Ratchet and Clank's are on mm. there and like a couple of like PlayStation 4 games are on there so it feels it feels worth it for us especially kind of in what I would deem as finally a kind of quiet month in yeah. terms of game releases yeah. um there's lots of games on there that I've been wanting to play or I've been on my radar, but I've just never had the opportunity. And I do think that the extra collection of games is actually pretty damn good in terms of like what they've got to offer. And I think some, in some ways, I think is more appealing to me than the Xbox Game Pass collection of, of older games. I think Game Pass is really good for new games that are coming out. Um, whereas I do feel like Sony have put a lot of good games on extra, I do think the premium is a, w- a waste of money. Um, mm-hmm. Not just because I don't have the nostalgia for these games, so I'm not really inclined to go back and play them, but also because... One, I think the UI to actually find some of these games is really confusing. I feel like when you go on extra, you have to like search for ages to like just see what there's on there because there's no like kind of big list that's easy. I to had tap that exact through. problem with your
0: PlayStation can't by now. Console, no, you? no.
3: Which is, yeah, play, well, it's very similar to PlayStation. PlayStation now.
1: Now's UI was horrible because mm-hmm. they had so few games on there for the longest time that they would just display them in a big like rotating wheel. Mm. And then yeah. you, you couldn't search for specific games. You couldn't really organize properly. And then they'd they'd organize it by letters of the alphabet and it was just rub it was yeah. a it was a rubbish UI that was clearly designed to hide how few titles. I were think on.
3: it's better than that. Okay, that's good. Because there's different like folders that things are put into. So there's like a classics folder and then in extra there's kind of like a few like of like hot at the moment things or like newly added and then there's like, I think think there's like a recommended section but there's kind of like a suggested game section. Mm -hmm. I do find that like going through those folders I'm finding stuff but I don't, know how to just see the entire list of mm. games and like see what's on there. Um so that is my main issue with Extra and Premium is I just think that the UI is total wank. Yeah. It's just too confusing and it's and I don't know if it is to hide how few titles are on there especially with Premium, right. but I do feel like it's difficult to actually see where things are on on there. Um mm. so yeah, okay. I'm paying pay for extra. Mm.
1: What would it take for you to upgrade to Extra, Peter? Well, I was
0: about to say, actually, ironically, um, as the one person who, at the moment, doesn't have Plus at all, uh, I could even see myself going for Premium if they like really like lent into the, the classics, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the PS1, PS2 classics. If they had, when they announced this, just put a whole list of great games from back in the day on there, I probably would have gone straight in and paid for it and played a load of them. Um, but... Uh, so, I mean, potentially I, I I could even go for premium if they did that. But to, to go to extra, I don't know. I think it's as much a, a me problem as much as anything else. I don't think necessarily it's not good value for money. I think it 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 seems like decent enough value. I don't think the three game, the three monthly games are like tend to generally blow my socks off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just as a as a an online service and some decent PS4 games, I think it's good value. It's just really a case of I'm not playing multiplayer games right now, so I don't need to pay for that functionality. Um, And I guess until, as you say, Ashton, until just sort of recently, I've felt quite busy with other releases, and now it is a bit of a kind of more of a quiet month, or it has been. Um, So really it would have to be... Because I used to play... um, almost exclusively multiplayer stuff for a period of time where I was just playing Battlefront all the time. I played Crash Team Racing. Um, You know, they've just brought out that new Crash multiplayer game. I don't fancy it, thanks very much. But Do you want
3: to play crash rumble mm, one, which costs 25 pounds by the way is it really yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it was I thought it was free to play Oh, okay. and then I was like I was like I think so and then we checked last night and it was 25 pounds and I was like Whoa. oh man I think
1: yeah. it was a full priced game
0: um, no, apparently it, it shouldn't be I saw a, a I can't remember if it was a headline or just someone tweeting about it yesterday where they, they said it's uh, dead on arrival was yeah. the quote because it had no one's playing it had 30 viewers on we Twitch we were
3: talking about this exact thing last night because MB it's was like has it come out and I was like yeah it's been out for like a week yeah and then uh yeah he said it's got 30 viewers on twitch because it's boring it's boring apparently
0: it's fun to play but um i don't people just aren't giving it a try but anyway yeah to answer your question for me it would as much be a a thing about my own um kind of habits and Mm. and what i want out of my my ps5 um because i do think the value seems all right for extra Mm
3: -hmm. yeah yeah Mm. i mean i think chi is on extra uh yeah so there are there are day one releases but it's nowhere near on the same level as Xboxes. Mm-hmm. and they're normally like kind of like their are indie titles that aren't playstation exclusive well they are playstation exclusives but they're not like playstation studios yeah like stray was on there yeah day one and chia as well they're kind of like the smaller this the, the double a's are kind of plonked on there as mm-hmm. like day one releases
1: things that people are excited for but mm. you know they're not Mm. They're not going to make a ton of money for yeah. PlayStation specifically. Could no. they do anything for either of you two to go yeah. as far as premium? I
3: wouldn't anything? bother paying for premium. Never. No,
1: I'd I'd never pay for premium. Um, just because I mean I've literally during the course of this conversation just realised that I could have accessed PlayStation Plus Extra this entire past year, mm. and I've not once been tempted yeah. to mm. upgrade or even give it a go. Uh, and that's not to say that the games that are on there aren't any good. It's just that until they I think I've said I said before that they do this really good thing that if you're buying something that's on extra it'll tell you how much mm-hmm. you need to pay to upgrade for just the month in order mm-hmm. to play it and I think that's a great tactic to get people to upgrade mm-hmm. so if there's a game that I was looking to buy and it was on extra, and it was it. it would only cost me a few quid, quid to upgrade for the month, as opposed to paying, you know, like 20, 30 pounds to play the game, yeah. then yeah, that's a no-brainer. I would do that for the month, and then I'd probably drop back down again. Uh, in terms of keeping me there, though, I don't know. Like, I'm a big PS3 fan, and I feel that, I feel absolutely no desire to stream PS3. Games yeah. Until no, they work out how to get those actually running, I'm not really interested in revisiting. You know, because a lot of those games have not been ported, which defies logic because mm-hmm. there was a real, you know, uh, period during the early PS4 life cycle where a lot of games were being ported to to you know conventional hardware and the same on the Xbox side as well uh, to get those games off there and there are still so many exclusives that are languishing on PS3 and currently the only way to experience some of them is through streaming them and I, that's just not a way I want to consume those games it's that's so not way I want to play them
3: such a weird decision that they've made that those PlayStation 3 games are only streamable and obviously there's like Mm. reasons because the PlayStation 3's hardware was just crazy but it just seems very strange that if a game can be streamed why can a game not be in, it's running it somewhere.
1: And yeah. It's running somewhere, and I assume it's running off PS3s um, somewhere. And, and uh, they've got a ginormous something. PS3 farm. It's just a huge, just one big PS3, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> yeah. a That's giant yeah. uh, PS3 yes. farm. Yes. Although it was PS2s, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Someone was. Uh, some terrorists had PS3s. That was. Oh no, the air force was working with PS3s. I think. Oh yeah, the US Air Force yeah. were using, using it as but a no, he, he was computer. using
0: PS2s, I think, to build a WMD. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> of
1: course. Yeah. Uh, no. So so to get me to upgrade. I'd either need really comprehensive PS3 back catalogue that is easily accessible and I don't have to stream them. I would want games that I am in the moment looking to play that are cheaper to play by subscribing mm-hmm. than buying. Or if they put something on their day one, then I'm actually really interested. Yeah. By. Those, those are my those are my stipulations. I don't see that happening necessarily, and I'm glad to hear that a lot of people are enjoying extra. It seems like most people I talk to who don't have essential have extra. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone with premium, and anyone who has had premium doesn't have good things to say about no, it. No, it's just at the moment, it's it's not worth it at all.
3: I do agree with the statement that like it does feel a little bit like P- PlayStation are going well. The best one is extra, and mm-hmm. if you're paying essential, we're not. Here's a a couple of crap games every month but you're just not you're not getting a good deal why don't you just pay extra money and just because they got rid of the PlayStation Plus collection which was available to essential people as well yeah. Um, and they've just kind of smashed those into extra so it does feel a little bit like if you're not paying for extra you're kind of not getting much out of PlayStation Plus Um, but I do think that they just I don't know how they can charge so much for the premium collection and just have so little on there that people actually want to play, there's so many PlayStation exclusives that are just not on there, which is just so baffling to surely. Look
1: at. It's a matter of time before premium and extra are combined, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but that will probably come with a price mm-hmm. increase, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. realistically. Because otherwise, even, even if they hold their hands up and say, Yeah, premium didn't work, so we're going to put it all into extra, anyone who is subscribed at a premium level will probably be a bit miffed that they are. I don't know, actually, that doesn't I'm trying to logically make it make sense in my head but I if, think they would if they d- 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 smashed it into extra and then said okay it's all the same price as extra now premium subscribers might be like well what the hell why was mm-hmm. I paying all that money well but also, also they'd be glad to be paying less mm-hmm. so I don't know what they would well, they'd be glad to be paying less but
0: uh Sony would be able to say by virtue of us adding premium into extra we've added value to extra yeah. so oh, they would yeah. put an extra couple of dollars on it probably yeah, per probably. month
1: yeah it's um I don't know I, I f- I'm not sure the the classics though don't interest me personally. Mm. Um I I'm not even aware of what the classics lineup is now but I know people are annoyed at how drip fed it is. It's it so weird like when with.
3: they do like their what's coming to PlayStation Plus next month they have like a list of like all the games that are coming to extra and then premium and like 8 out of 10 times it's like this big long list maybe like 15 games coming to extra and then like 3 PS1 titles that are being like added. For yeah. PS1. yeah, exactly. It does feel a lot like that that is it just feels empty and weird that yeah. they've got this thing that's the most expensive.
0: It's just weird that there's like maybe two or three like genuinely huge, like genuine classics from that time. Like Toy Story 2 was on there. I don't mm. know if it still is, but like that kind of came out of nowhere. That's one of the most beloved PS1 games of, mm. of the era. Um, and it's like, hey, Toy Story 2. And then also, yeah, bass fishing. And, <laughs> and I don't know, some strange driving game that you've never heard of. Or- yeah. well, more
1: love was given to the classics on PS3 than it was, than it seems to have been so far here. There were so many that I, I can't even remember how many, but they they varied region to region. But, you know, you could you could buy them and play them on PS3 and Vita and PSP and stuff like that. Yeah. And they, they were great. They didn't have trophies and they weren't enhanced in any way. But there was just a huge selection and there were some crap ones on there like weird fishing games it's like mm. why is that been included yeah. but you know they they were there and and i don't know it's just i think we all hoped when this was announced that this would be a comprehensive like okay we don't have backwards compatibility but mm-hmm. here's 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 a way you can get all these games yeah. and it's not it's not that yeah. it's still not that uh, there were
3: people also uh, lamenting that there was no trophies on classics that was kind of a Oh really I thought they
1: were I thought that was the point I think
3: not all of them Oh god. Um, or at least I don't think you, you, if you're streaming you can't have trophies I think but the people were right. some people were saying like if they sort all the trophies out I'd be more inclined to mm. hunt yeah. them down so Maybe.
1: Well, it's a it's a weird old thing at the moment. But mm. uh, let us know what you think about PlayStation Plus's current state and where you're subscribed at, and w- what it would take for you to up your subscription if you're not at premium mm. or even not at extra. Uh, Peter, are you able to tell people where they can find us on the internet?
0: I am. I'll do it right now. Okay. Go to youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump for all of our videos and live streams. Mostly streaming on Twitch, occasional now and then uh, streams on YouTube, but not very often. Uh, when we're streaming on uh, Twitch and YouTube, we're modded by Lob Rotovic, trialing Badger, and Mr. Black. Um, and if you've got Amazon Prime, you're already paying, you might not know this, for a Twitch sub, but you're not using it.
3: <coughs> Sorry.
0: Ashton's cross about it. Yeah. That's
3: just me coughing, saying... <laughs>
0: Give us your Twitch <laughs> sub.
3: Give us your Bezo bucks.
0: Yeah. So, Amazon Prime, um, you can uh, get a Twitch sub with that. Um, Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump for video and live stream announcements, legacy video content, bits of weird news, uh, Twitch stream highlights of the week. Loads of things there by Fraser and us. Um, and on TikTok.com forward slash Team Triple Jump, there's things on there by Ashton. Have you done a TikTok recently?
3: Um, can't remember when I did that. I no. showed you the last one I did or not.
0: Okay. Uh and patreon.com forward slash team triple jump for all of our Patreon tiers with various different rewards. You can go and have a look at them all and see if any of them take your fancy.
3: We have a website, shable M P. Spells jump. It's very clever. Yeah. If you like to join our Discord, ShibbleJet.mup forward slash Discord to chat with our wonderful community. Over there modded by Jack, Joe, Tori and Hollow And if they tell you to do something, bloody well do it, all right? Um, if you want to listen to the podcast in its audio form, why not go to forward slash podcast and check, catch up on any of our live stream mods, triplejet.mup forward slash vods. To book any of us three or James Jenkins on Cameo, triplejet.mup forward slash Cameo. And to buy some sick and cool merch like these t-shirts, why not go dot triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements.
1: Why not follow Peter and Ashton on Twitter and Instagram at ThatPeterAustin and at ScrambledAshton and myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday being the joint stream. Plays it. On Twitch, because they're all on Twitch. Worst Games Ever is fortnightly, Friday for patrons of a certain tier, Sunday for everybody else. Weirdest Games Ever is monthly, a week early for patrons. After Dark Podcast is fortnightly on Monday for patrons. The podcast is every Saturday and we do shows all the bloody time come and check them out why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice it helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms and it will take you just a moment and it costs you no money at all and mm. we'd really appreciate it a uh, few things to go over this week Ashton yes first up
3: yeah the July gaming forecast is out now it mm. should come out last night uh p- please watch it uh that'd be great I've Have- now I've done everything that's coming out this month. There is still a bunch of stuff coming out. No ginormous releases, though. Just some little ones mm. out there. Mm. All of the ones that were supposed to come out in July. Well, they got pushed back to the next month. Uh, so next month's going to be extra busy by the looks of things. So get, get find out what's coming out this month. And then on. if you don't like any of them, just play whatever you've got just on the backlog. Play
1: whatever you want on the backlog. Yeah. On PlayStation Plus Extra or,
3: yeah, what or whatever
1: Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to thank the Elstree Screen Arts Academy for asking us to go and oh, chat yeah. with uh, some of the uh, students there. Kat, our senior staff writer, did that and she did a wonderful job and the students were apparently very interested in asked lots of questions. Mm. So thank you for asking us to be a part of Sweet. that. Thank I you. would also like to thank the people who applied for the freelance writer position. You're all fantastic. It was the toughest field of applicants I've ever had to go through. Um, and I th- we've got back to everybody now and we've got some fantastic new writers hopefully starting with us soon. So thank you mm. to everybody for taking the time to do that i know a lot of you were maybe writing for the first time and i'd just like to applaud you for 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 throwing your your hat in the ring uh because there was a baseline level of that's a hat there yeah there was a baseline level of quality there which i think speaks to all of you so thank you for for taking the time to do that even if you weren't successful Finally, I'd just like to plug something we totally forgot to plug last week, which is the 101 Most Iconic Video we Game did. Villains mm-hmm. of All Time list. It's huge. It's two and a half hours long. It's another massive list. Go and see where your favourite ranked is. Your favourite on there, get crossed. Leave a comment. Please, the algorithm. Just yeah. go watch that video, But please. they're not actually ranked there, Ben. No. Did
3: they're... I say
1: ranked? Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean ranked. See if they made it into the yeah. 101. Yes. It's not a ranking. The one at 101 is just as dastardly as, as the one at number one. It's yes. just 101 of the most iconic. But anyway, it's a big list. Mm-hmm. And you love those. You know you love those. Go get get baked and watch, watch it. it. <laughs> just go get high and eat ice cream and just stick it on in the background. Have a great time. Gee you whiz. Know? Uh, Have a lovely Saturday. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go now. Thank you so much for watching. There's just enough time for Peter to talk about this week's sponsor. Again, I'd
0: really rather not. Um, I'm still sort of feeling quite awkward about it um, Pikmin 4 is coming soon apparently
3: yeah not Pac-Man not
1: stop stop it how humiliating enjoy the rest of your weekend everybody we'll see you next week bye, bye. bye.